United States submarine base at Key West, Florida. A dispatch that quoted President Truman's press secretary, Charles Ross, as saying that President Truman has no knowledge of any secret project by this government that would give substance to the existence of such objects. Ross also said that both the Air Force and the Navy deny that such objects I just want the entire recording to be you chewing. Bro, I didn't realize. So, hey, what's up? My name is Noelle, and I accidentally finished half a bottle of wine to myself while we were recording <laughs> During Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> I saw you putting it away, and I was impressed, but, like, I didn't have my own bottle on me. Um, so then I ran out, and what? when we did the break, I went and got water. Um, Stupid. I'm drinking water. Yeah. Hydrated. That's why I have to pee all the time. So hydrated. Um, Can I just gush about how fucking perfect Puffin is? Yeah. Uh, He is my little OG. So like when I'm working throughout the day, he will come and sleep at my feet. And then he kind of starts to wiggle around when he knows it's supposed to be my break or when it's lunchtime or things like that. And then he gets so fucking excited to go outside. Um, and the thought hits me now and then that there were people out there who were mean to him, who abused him, who literally threw him out of a car. And I don't fucking understand. I Why would little, you do that? He was a little punk ass bitch in the past, though. Yeah, but he was so cute that I overlooked it. How could someone not overlook it? Like, sure. even look at Apollo right now. He's stalking he's me. Down. I can see it because I'm eating. He's stalking me. What do you he's want, so bitch? You. He's not. <laughs> he's so cute. He's so unfazed by me. This is how you know I don't beat my dog. So I'll just be like, I beat you up. He just stands there. Yeah. I just throw a punch. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll do that sometimes with Puffin. And he's like, whatever. But if I make like an elephant noise, he acts like someone's killing him. So I don't fully understand What's an elephant trauma. noise? It's <laughs> <laughs> my face. Uh, but if I make like a, a noise like that, then it, he like will freak out and hide all day. So I don't know the traumas of his past, but uh, Dumbo in him definitely scrapped once. <laughs> also, I want to say shout out, shout out. Hey, what's up? That's Chelsea, and uh, yeah, I I work here. Trader Joe's jerk style plantain chips, baby, all day long. Let's absolutely get it popping. Uh, yeah, Noel's just gonna be rudely chewing the whole time. No, I'm not. I'm putting away. I'm putting away. I'm putting away. He drank a half a bottle of wine during Patreon, and That's then what? <laughs> just belligerently been yelling at me for the last hour. Okay. Um, go. So, Noel. <clears throat> yeah. I think you and I would both agree that we are dog people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And That's I want to say how insincere saying that feels considering this is the second time we've attempted to record this episode and um, I'm using the same opener. It is. That is also true. You are not wrong, but I will say, okay. <clears throat> I know we might get some slack for this. Some slack just, or some flack. Some. Some flack. I'm sorry. I'm using my work computer and a uh, slack is up. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, and she pours, finishes off the bottle of wine. That she, I'm pretty sure you opened an hour ago. I sure did. Baby. And now it's gone. Yeah. Okay. Thirsty Thursday. You work in the morning, right? Yeah, of course okay. I do. Perfect. Unlike you. Okay. Um, 
Um, I earned okay. tomorrow off because I got nothing. called in on a Sunday and I missed my Star Wars RPG. Oh, oh were they so pissed? You won't even miss Star Wars for me. Anyway. I don't miss Star Wars for anybody. Any like fucking way. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so we have friends who we love very much who are cat people. Yeah. That is correct. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I dare say once in a blue moon, I'll meet a cat who's cool. I mean, Chelsea can't, she doesn't know because a, yeah. a cat looks at her and she'll die of an asthma attack. It's true. But I've met cats who have personalities who like people who are cute and sweet and whatever. Right. But, and this is the part where we're catching a little flack a little about fl- a little, a little flack here. A little I'm, slack I can, here. I'm just like ready to hear it. Your cat does not have a personality. Nine times out of ten, your cat does not have a personality. Don't try to talk to me like you've got a dog, my guy. This is dog conversation only. Stop trying to act like your cat has a thought like a dog because it does not. I know that that hurts you to feel and hear. I know it. I understand it. But I've met cats. I've had cats and dogs simultaneously at the same time. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, with peace and love from the bottom of my heart. Don't talk to me about your cat like it's a dog. It is not the same. Your cat could give a motherfucking shit dick less if you drop dead tomorrow. I promise. Honestly, it would probably be happier. It does not give a fuck about you. It does not want you to look at it. It does not want you to touch it. And honestly, that's why I love cats because they're cunts. They're independent cunts. They don't need you. They do not need you. Whereas like you see Cora, Look at that thing. If I died tomorrow, a bump on a she, she dead. She would not make it 48 hours. Okay. No. The yeah. cat, you could pour some food down on the ground, clean the litter box and be gone for a weekend because it does not care you. It does not care about you. When you come home from a vacation, your cat says, oh my God, it's the Lord of food who puts the food on the ground. I'm so excited to get my food again. Whereas, like, yeah. when I come home, my dogs have a stage 10 meltdown, hyperventilating <laughs> on the fucking ground. Inconsolable. You took out the trash the other day and sent a video of them howling mm-hmm. at the fact that you went outside yeah. for mere minutes. Yeah. Seconds. Dare yeah. I say seconds. I went down the stairs to throw away a thing of trash. As I'm walking back up the stairs, I hear Apollo screeching. Like a banshee from hell, okay? Because I left for two fucking seconds. Guess who's not doing that? Your fucking cat. And if they are, it's food related. Promise. Remember like when your parents would leave on vacation when you were a teenager and you'd be like, thank fucking Christ. That's a cat. That is a cat. So I will say there are exceptions, just like everything in life. There are exceptions to the rules, but I will say the vast majority the sweeping paintbrush stroke says you got a cat deal with it deal with it all i'm saying is deal with it you you signed up for that you signed up for that deal with that that, swallow that habanero motherfucker because that's what i'm saying spicy and it hurts that is what i'm saying you want an ice cream cone get a dog you want to swallow a stick full of knives and nails get a cat yeah and i like cats i'm just saying i'm and i say i like cats i'm just saying you don't have a dog, baby. Don't don't come at me with the dog vernacular. I could do without a cat. Well, that's because they'll kill you. But it's anyway, true. I just wanted to let that be known. 
Um, is that like, you know, it's not a dog. We're it's not apologizing here. This is the apology podcast. If no. you want to hear someone apologize, go listen to my favorite murder and they'll apologize <laughs> for literally anything. Um, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Am I lying? I tried to listen to that. Okay. So I don't want to shit on them because like women doing podcasting, uh, we all got to stick together. <sighs> yeah, baby. They apologize for everything. When I heard that they were getting, the only thing they don't apologize for is the fact that they don't let their fans honor them with their own art. If they're not making money off of their fans, they don't give a fuck and they will shut you down with a cease and desist. So, you know what? Actually, fuck you. I'm Maybe so do terrified. Get I'm, <laughs> I'm so what? terrified of you talking because we are, you know, don't say it out loud. You know that we're two degrees away from them. Yeah, we do actually. Uh, Noel's being stalked by one of You know what? I don't care. Maybe don't uh, uh, shear from your own flock. If I'm in about about to get biblical here, you're uh, robbing your own flock. And if somebody, we've said it here before, and I'll say it again. If you want to take our ideas and our likeness or what you hear on the podcast episode, and you want to make money off of it, fucking do it. You, yep. we will share it. We will praise you for it. Yep. Um, a thousand percent that there, the success and prosperity is not a pie, baby. It is it's not. an unlimited well that you can always yep. um, drink from. Speaking of drinking, yeah, Chelsea, no, tell me about these out. fucking cats. Yeah, I know. And she, uh, that's an awful full, uh, just mug of wine you have there. Thank you. Um, so our speaking of dogs, our ancestors were dog people. And when I say that, I mean, it is literally in our blood. Um, thousands of years ago, our ancestors banded together with wolves in a symbiotic relationship, which proves so important that the survival, our very survival as human beings have hardwired our friendships with dogs in our DNA. And that's not conjecture. It's not conspiracy. Um, because scientists can actually look at our genetics and predict whether or not somebody is a dog person. Um, they would see a picture of me and just be like, or a picture of my genetic makeup. And they would just say full dog. And as I showed you before we started recording um, with my hair down today, I look like Eileen Warnos. So they're not wrong. <laughs> you got to do the thing, dude. I'm going to send it to you. Don't okay, I will. I will. Um, and so as our brains slowly smoothed out from all the bullshit trauma and my substances, you do look like a Charlize Theron as, as Eileen Warnos. I will say that. Yvonne, I do this with my You're neck. not full Eileen Warnos. You are Charlize Theron as Eileen Warnos. So anyway. Did you ever watch uh, 90 Day Fiance with Big Ed on it? Of course I have, you fucking idiot. Like, do I not look like Big Ed right now? <laughs> no, there's still too much separation between your neck and your shoulders. I can get it. You'd have to it. like fuse it. You don't try too hard. We don't need another dislocated jaw. Uh-huh. Not even like this. No, you just look like you're constipated, which is well, also his energy. I'm oh, also anyway. constipated. <laughs> shout um, out. Shout out constipation. Well, it's not coming out, so <laughs> shout in constipation. Yeah, well, that's why we want to shout it out. Yeah, uh, I would. I am about ready to scream for my gastrointestinal issues. <sighs> anyway, so you're a dog person in your DNA. Dog person, and it's in our DNA. Um, and in fact, it, we have 
so evolved on the same trajectory as dogs that even our communication styles um, have been kind of hardwired into how we can really communicate with dogs. So most of us can like look at a dog and interpret its behavior by simply looking at its ears, tails, body positions, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, even more impressive is dogs are capable of detecting changes in humans all the way from headaches to blood sugar levels to cancer. Um, you name it, dogs have developed a set, like another sense to just know when something's fucked up with their human. Yeah. And the bonding between man and dog has been part of the anthropological record longer than humans have even been able to write. And longer than we even developed agriculture. And that's really important to think about. So let's kind of break down the numbers on that. The written language was developed about 5,500 years ago. And agriculture was around 10,000 years ago. But there is an actual burial that archaeologists found where two humans were actually buried alongside their pet dog. If you want to look this up on the, like, it's scientific record of this. It's called the Bone Oberkessel. Uh huh. Great job. You did Bone it. Bone Oberkessel. Uh, and so to go above and beyond with this archaeological discovery, most, most anthropologists agree that the great granddaddy of our own canine friends came about 24,000 to 40,000 years ago. Um, and if you're kind of like me, like that doesn't sound that impressive, but let's just kind of look at where that falls on the human timeline. Um, to put this in perspective, um, these people were buried with their pet dog while relatives of the Neanderthals were still walking the earth. Mm -hmm. So that means that humans were friends with dogs before we even got to North America. We were friends with dogs before the famed megafauna even existed, before civilization itself existed, before we were technically scientifically human, we were friends with dogs because yeah. the friendship with dogs transcends homo sapiens. Yeah. I feel like the friendship with dog, as you mentioned, is like the only reason why we were, we were able to progress as we could and would and do. Oh, a hundred percent. Because like when we look at agriculture, agriculture was just like really the ability to domesticate grass. Mm -hmm. Not very impressive. Um, but before that, we were just like hunters gatherers and we would go where the crops would sprout up. We'd follow the berries. We'd follow the game. Um, dogs allowed us to stay in one spot and put down roots and develop the tribal society that humans even know today. Mm -hmm. um, without dogs, we would not have been able to stay in one spot and put down those roots because we wouldn't have been able to deal with the megafauna. Uh, we wouldn't have been able to deal with like the cold. Um, the protection that we needed, or even just like kind of the innate sense of survival that dogs had that we were able to pick up on um, mm -hmm. pack survival, cave survival, um, even which meats and which berries and which foods we could eat and survive off of. Like all of yeah. that came from dogs. Yeah. Watching dogs for sure. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard to argue against dogs being man's best friend when you consider that they're literally and fundamentally part of our lives for as long as humans have been the sole apex predators of earth. 
Mm -hmm. And as we mentioned earlier, anthropologists could actually pinpoint with like relatively concise accuracy when domesticated dogs really crossed paths with Homo sapiens. The where it gets kind of flawed in that science is if we try to do the same thing with cats. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk about cats. And even more specifically, let's talk about Egypt. So when we talk about cats being domesticated, we tend to think about Egypt. Um, so let's let's pause again before we really dive into cats and ancient Egyptians, because I just want to really hammer the timeline down. We have tens of thousands of years of evidence for dogs being uh, domesticated by humans and even not humans Mm -hmm. Uh, for cats. Fuck. If we know best guess, Egypt, maybe Greece. Yeah. And the best case Egypt comes with like a lot of significance in like a very weird way. So like there's the practical sense of like ancient Egyptians were obsessed with cats because they were um, amazing mouse catchers, but there's also a level of admiration that comes from them being like almost worshiped as sacred creatures. Yeah. Um, Like when cats died in Egyptian homes, whether you were poor or wealthy, you like mummified your cat and had like cat statues in honor and in memoriam of it and to yeah. it. And if you had any sort of money in any sense of the form, you were adorning your cat with like jewels and rubies and just extravagance and elegance. Right. Because they, literally like looked at cats as like godlike creatures if you ac- even accidentally killed a cat in ancient egypt you could be like publicly hung it's they, they were like with it for sure no but it's weird because like okay. yeah i understand that you know cats helped keep grain fields rodent free but also, um, you know, dogs prevented you from getting like attacked by a fucking right mountain lion in the night. I just, um, it's if there's there's not a lot that's clear about the relationship with cats and humans, and in far as human history goes, but there is like cats were not only found buried and mummified with their humans in ancient Egypt, but adorned as if they were a little gone. weird, yeah. And I want to tell you why that is, Noel. And I'm sure you're wondering why. Please tell me. (sighs) Because cats are goddamn harbingers of the alien agenda to control mankind. And a week ago, I would have said, you're crazy, but I also like what you're saying. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And before you get into your evidence, I want to talk about an article. Yeah, okay. hit me up. Hit me up. I'm going to talk about an article. Okay. And I also want to say that the article was originally found on a website that is called tweaktown.com. Oh, I love Tweaktown. <laughs> Probably I most of my evidence. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Their other articles are um, their their top search items. I would say are Halo, Infinite, Elon Musk, um, and. What is this? NASA on high alert after moon changes orbit, high flooding 
predicted. Um, so I'm not saying that they're the most reputable source in town, but I will say, despite what their name says, they dug into, they put good old Jack Connor on the case to dig into a 58 page document from um, like a Australian, essentially their version of the FBI report that was released. They sent Jack Connor on it. He read all 58 pages. Uh, um, It was like about Australia's um, deposition on unidentified flying objects and the relevance of them working with the United States, conducting research. And he scanned like the images in. So like, it's not like he's making this up. I know that tweaktown.com does not seem reputable. And there are more ads on this page than I have seen anywhere, frankly. Um, But like he's uploaded the document and notated and cited specifically where he's like reading certain things and, So it's 58 pages. Page 24 of the dossier features an introduction that states a list of three weapon styles that were extracted from data analysts of a thousand reports of UFO landings near UFO landings. So they have, it's specifically saying they've harnessed some sort of weapon information based off of running into areas where these sightings were. Gotcha. They made like a scatter plot. And then we're seeing what correlates. Yeah. And that might seem like, why is this in relevance to what Chelsea is saying about cats? And I would say it also reads a few pages later on page 27 that a vehicle stalled within a vicinity of a transparent mushroom-shaped object that had occupants inside with, quote, cat-like faces. And page 32 states that those individuals who ran into the cat like faced sneezed profusely people were unable to talk or move and were paralyzed until a light went out that also accompanied the cat like faced aliens. And um, when I think of cat like face, aliens i think of like people who have gotten too much plastic surgery that you know how they get like kind of yeah. feline looking like joan yeah. rivers right before she died they get like the upper like jowls kind of like they yeah. get too many lip injections that migrate north towards their nose and they give them that very puffy upper yeah. lip they get but it's not jowl. the lip yeah and then they get the like lip. cheeks too so it yeah. essentially gives them like the whole face and then like the yeah yeah, yeah peeled back and you just become yeah yeah, very feline and i might be speaking out of pocket here and i refuse to look it up but i'm pretty sure one of the magic dudes who fucked around with the cats in vegas who like one of them got mauled the other one who was left like most people who end up with a residency in vegas ended up getting so much plastic surgery that they too looked like a house cat like segregate and roy right yeah 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 i'm pretty sure the one who's alive has so much plastic surgery he could be a swap in for cats the musical it's truly like, and with peace and love, you know, I love plastic surgery. Baby, I gets it. I'm I asking for it for my birthday. And I, I encourage it. it. I absolutely encourage it. But there is a fucking sweet spot, the honey pot, yeah. before you get into feline-like features. 
Yeah, like what is it, Jocelyn Olstein or whatever is the cat lady who had way too much, or what is it? When they tr- physically try to turn into them, they get the no. Like- she just got real bad plastic surgery. Jocelyn Wildstein, she's the one who got like real fucked up. She's like the quintessential cat lady. Yeah, if you well, think of like, bad plastic surgery, it's her. Yeah, there's all those like mob wives too. You just become a little feline. So, so all I'm saying is, as Chelsea gets into talking about the specifics of cat aliens i want to say maybe maybe possibly maybe possibly probably maybe what did i say before when the episode got scrapped the movie hitchhiker's guide yeah i forgot oh my god for those did we already mention that we recorded this already and that fucking craig lost the audio that's why last week's episode was just chaos hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy the where dolphins, it's the dolphins man. it but that's what i'm saying it's like the purposeful misdirection yeah you know much like everything they are purposefully trying to misdirect us into thinking like dolphins are essentially these uh, all-knowing being aliens who no. came down on earth it was cats, cats the whole time it was cats yeah. the whole time dude uh dolphins are red flag oh my uh, god yeah that flag. bitch yeah, yeah, yeah. That's she is. <laughs> um so just Really fucking important to understand when we're talking about cats not being on the archaeological record, we mean that like it is significant that we have dogs. We can pinpoint when dogs and humans crossed paths, but we have no fucking idea about domesticated cats until Egypt, which is relatively uh, not that far in our history. Yeah. If you're looking at, I mean, isn't that the fun thing? People have such a hard time grasping the concept of a historical timeline because our Mm -hmm. lives are so small and short and insignificant. But if we are to look at it at a macro level, Egypt was yesterday. Basically, like Cleopatra lived closer to the iPhone being uh, created than she did to woolly mammoths. Yeah. And dogs precede that. Dogs yeah. were around before woolly mammoths and yeah. cats essentially popped up closer to the fucking iPhone than mm-hmm. humans did. Yeah. Um, very important. Um, yeah. And here's where Egypt gets really interesting, because when you think about ancient aliens, I'm going to say 99.9% of us are going to default to the pyramids. It's true. Um, and because because like the whole narrative behind the pyramids is like, oh, how did we build them? We must have had aliens help, mm-hmm. um, which is fine. Uh, I don't know what I really have thought about aliens building the pyramids, um, but I had not been educated about Egyptians and cats yet. And let's let's talk about it. Um, so Egyptians worshipped the cats. And it's like you said, um, they worship them in the sense that they gave their money to them after they died. Like they mm-hmm. lauded them with their jewels. Um, even if they were poor, cats were still mummified in the way like royalty would be. Whereas like a human or like your father, wrap them up the best you can. Yeah. And just Throw them out them back. Away. Yeah. yeah. Um, like in an old rug. It's fine. But some of the most significant gods in Egypt were actually cats. So like Ra, who's the big, big, um, was the famous sun god. And then Bastet was their uh, goddess of joy and love. So you have like their Zeus and their Aphrodite, which are pretty significant deities. So let's um, 
let's kind of just break down some of the different aspects about why we would think cats were aliens or why we would think cats perhaps are not of this earth or um, what have you. So let's just kind of dive into the first thought. Even to this day, scientists don't understand fully how cats communicate. And we're talking specifically about purring. Yeah. Well, purring and meowing is all things that cats developed because they think that it's what humans want to hear or they're like trying to mimic humans. It's not something that wild cats do on their own. It's specifically a trait that they developed for humans, which seems almost nefarious. Doesn't it? Doesn't it feel a little weird? If I go outside and my dog is barking and I look at him and he's like, I have a concern. That's Mm -hmm. not normal. Um, And the fact that we don't even know how cats produce their purrs or what the purpose of purring even represents. I don't like that. I don't Mm -hmm. like that in the way that like, if you're around like other people and you start speaking like Hong I Kong Hong Elong song, I'm like, why are you speaking bong language in front of me? I know Mm -hmm. how to spell. Uh, It doesn't, it doesn't bode well when people like immediately default to pig Latin. Like I'm Mm -hmm. here. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, And that's what cats are doing. And I find it offensive and I find it fucked up. Cats meows are pig Latin. Yeah. And I'm like, also uh, real quick, what the fuck was pig Latin? Why did we do that? Never learned how to speak pig Latin. I always had friends who would do it in high school and I knew how, what they were saying, but I never really knew how to, what to participate. Yeah, I just learned bong language from one of my babysitters. And it was just like, like hi Noel, you just spell out their name, but you put like ong on the end of consonants. So like Hong would be Hong I. Uh, Noel would be Nong O E Long Long E. That's the worst name. Yeah. Kong Hong E Long Song Yang. Chelsea, that's a good name. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's like, don't do it. That's like, that's horrible. That's bullying. I think it's yeah, bullying. You know, I do it's as like, well. it's like this look. Like, you remember in high school when like you would be walking by and someone would go like, the white man smile. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is that? It's, it's a communication that may be without specific vocabulary, but I know you're only doing it to fuck with me. So yeah. fuck you back. Yeah. A it's thousand disrespectful. Percent. A thousand percent. And with the disrespect of furs, furs, I meant purrs. There you go. I'm allergic to their fur and their dander. So I'm just thinking about that. (laughs) Uh, But what we do know about cat purrs is that they omit a very specific frequency, which is Mm -hmm. about 25 to 50 hertz. Um, As humans, we're probably not going to hear anything at like that 20-ish hertz range, which dare I say, If you're wanting to communicate to your alien overlords in front of me about how you're ready to slit my throat while I'm sleeping, it'd be real fucking perfect if you could do it at a frequency I couldn't hear. It's true. It's It's true. And I know that that sounds ridiculous. I'm not trying to go off off topic here. So I will dial this down just a bit. Um, I do firmly believe that cats purr so they can purr. communicate with aliens so that we don't understand what they're saying. But if you don't believe that, let's jump into some scientific studies. Please. So let's talk specifically about what that hertz range of 25 to 50 hertz can do to a human body. 
I pulled a scientific article by a man named Michael Persinger, and this was an article about cats. It was specifically just an article about what the Hertz range um, of 25 to 50 Hertz does and how it's detrimental to human health. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone knows there's the, there's the Brown sound, right? The Hertz Mm -hmm. that's strong enough to make you shit and vomit. Yeah. This is basically cats, Mm -hmm. but it's like depression. And yeah. So that peak, like sweet zone of where Hertz can really fuck with a human just so happens to be in that same range as what cats purring can do. Um, And so some of what these different Hertz range and these different infrasounds, which is what we're going to call them because we're scientific ladies, infrasounds um, are highlighted in this article. I'm going to quote here. Moderate strength correlations occur between the uh, incidences of infrasound and reports of nausea, fatigue, aversion to an area, mm-hmm. nonspecific pain, and sleep disturbances. Nonspecific and- pain and sleep disturbances. That's me every day. Yeah. I didn't know that being exposed to cats would make me just feel like I'm in my fucking thirties all the time. There it is. There she is. Bada bing, bada boom. But again, these studies verify these effects and this isn't a conspiracy, like a conspiracy. Uh, I'm having a stroke. The cats are after me. <laughs> this isn't a conspiracy. This is actual science. Like we've all seen like We've all had physical reactions to sounds, whether it be like something's too loud or the bass is too loud, where we're like, I'm just. Yeah, have you ever heard a baby cry in a movie theater and then all of a sudden you wish you had a semi automatic assault rifle to bring in there? Same thing. Who doesn't? Same thing. (laughs) Um, The sound of a dentist drill. Oh, yeah, triggered. Hashtag triggered. Um, And so Persinger also goes on to highlight that some people may be more affected by the presence of cats than others, meaning that they're more likely to feel a physical reaction when subjected to the indecent and nefarious presence of an ominous purring cat. And if they aren't torturing us with their purrs, then they are in the very least assisting aliens with constructing our doom. Um, And we're going to go into even more science here, not even a conspiracy, because there is a science that is called archaeoacoustics. And what this is, is it's archaeology, but focusing on the sounds that a specific site makes, specifically like man-made sounds. Um, sometimes this science can get tied in with psychic theory and telekinesis, but only in the sense that some people sometimes want to assign meaning to telekinesis by saying that it's perhaps sounds or vibrations that are actually making objects move and not necessarily their mind. So they're moving it with sound. Um, And we see this all the time. Like if your speaker is too loud, it can vibrate stuff on your table. Uh, We've all seen those cool sand art things where they play the music and then the sand goes into different things. It's basically that, but on a much more uh, undetectable scale. What is interesting about archaeoacoustics is the idea that if we take all of these different sounds and direct them at an object, could we make it move? Um, Let's go further with that. Please. Think about the power of a million purring cats and how fucking easy it would be to harness that 
into building the pyramids of Egypt. You know, usually you say things and my eyes roll so far uh-huh. outside of my head that I have to pick them up off the ground, <laughs> blow them off, pop Sounds them back serious. In. Probably because you drink a whole bottle of wine in no. the span of an hour. Oh, okay. <laughs> not the alcoholism. Not that. But I have never felt more complete understanding and reason than with the cats are aliens and their purrs can be harnessed as a human sound death ray that can also be used to build the pyramids which are used to worship them like nothing or potentially as a weapon like nothing has made more sense than that it's not even weird uh it's just we take light harness it into a point and call it a laser why can't we take sounds and harness it into a point you know what we I do mean? we literally do we literally do like what is that the cia heart attack gun where yeah. we blast people fucking we've done been doing we've it been we've been dude ask the cia we've been doing it we have that's not been. even a conspiracy actually it's not even a conspiracy i know that this is hard to track because we're interweaving reality with makeup <laughs> make believe no Fuck you. We're interweaving reality with reality. You got to fucking keep up. Rewind if you got to. Listen to it again. Cats are the original heart attack gun with their fucking purrs. And I've been screaming it since I came out of the womb, Noelle. She has. She has. She has. I know. I know. God. I'm just saying, like, this is this is my favorite territory to tread in because conspiracy theory to me is like a silly sequins dress I only wear for myself in my own home. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there are certain times where it dabbles just like just like potentially the moon landing being fake, that there are circumstances around it that make you go. (laughs) Wait a damn minute. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. In the same sense that like we can joke that they faked the moon landing because we were in the middle of the cold war. We were in the middle of the space race. Russia had already taken a bitch and taken it around the world. We literally had to, for every sense of the word had to beat Russia in this. And then all of a sudden you see Stanley Kubrick's name on a fucking CIA document right before 2001, a space odyssey comes out and you're like, (laughs) but then you think if I worked in the government, I would also do that same thing too. I would be like, we have to do it by any means necessary. I'm good at everything that I lie about. Yeah, we got Easy. to. You have to. We Easy. have to beat Russia here. Do whatever it takes. Even we if still got to beat Russia. Yeah. I mean, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. And then here we are talking about cats as death dictators. But then I think about all of the weapons that we have that are based around sounds that'll make you fucking shit and vomit until you die. And of course. It's not weird. Yeah, it's not like it's not. It's not. You know, it's just it could be the. It's We're, not as crazy as it sounds. It's not crazy, and we just. It's one of those rare incidences where we just really hard stumble into being not only right but like so fucking validated. <laughs> uh, if you don't think that heart attack guns are real, then I need you to just go inhale a cat. <laughs> uh, listen to him purr for an hour. I'm go sure there's mainline a cat. Yeah, go mainline a cat. You doubting piece of shit. The weaponry's been here. You're just too blind to see it, and we're trying to cure you of your your ignorant brain glaucoma. It's true. So that's how the pyramids were built, not by yeah. alien technology, but by purr lasers. I mean, it's still alien technology, though. Still, yeah, absolutely. Um, and. 
I know that all y'all might want to make it weird. Um, but no, we're going to keep throwing fucking science at you. Let's please let's talk about something else. Uh, it's a little something, something that in my spare time, I like to call uh, taxoplasmic gondi. Sure. I've heard you say that all the time. All the time. Oh <laughs> One my of your God. favorite hobbies. Can't shut me up about it. Uh, but for sanity's sake, and because um, if my tongue were a car, it would be like <laughs> a broken down truck and I can't navigate shit. So uh-huh. I have to, uh, you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. turning on a dime. That's a really you know good I mean. fucking analogy Thank there, you. my guy. Yeah. I am like a 2021. Uh, I'm having another stroke. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to move on. Who's the fucking guy? Optimus Prime. I'm a 2021 Optimus Prime. What? I was road hard. Put the away cannot Baby, you gave a me nothing to work with. You gave me nothing to work with. <laughs> the truck you guy. I read your mind. You didn't say truck. You said the guy, the 2021 guy. And I said, who, <laughs> who? anything, throw Keep me anything, up. a little scrap, a little scrap of anything. And I'll be there for you. God. Just, all right. Well, if you're not even going to try anymore, but then we might as well. <laughs> you're going to give me a stroke. You're going to give me a stroke. Having a stroke. I had to watch you drink a bottle of wine by yourself <laughs> during Patreon this and then is... start this episode by eating a bag of chips. You're welcome. The this is literally, this is, you just gave me why I'm so triggered is like, my mom does this all the time. She'll call me and she goes, what's that movie? And I go, <laughs> oh, yeah, what? What do you mean? What's, that movie? <laughs> what's the movie with, you know? And I'm like, bitch, I don't. I don't. You know, Amy you has mean? only watched two movies in her life. It's either uh, The Bridges of Madison County or Mean Girls. That's like Amy. <laughs> you got to tell her one or the other. Oh, my God. But it's like you just gave me that same energy. And then, like, God forbid I'm in person and she does it. And she starts getting mad at me. You know. You know she does with her hands. You <laughs> well, know. I'm like, I literally am the farthest from knowing. I am the oh farthest from knowing. You just did the same thing. The guy. Baby, everybody knows him. I'm talking about the guy. You should have said Prime. a robot. The robot. I said car, the truck. Main guy. The guy. You I said, said the, the truck. truck the guy. You said the truck seven sentences ago, unrelated. Well, I speak more than guy? one sentence. Who's the guy? The girl. <laughs> Who is the guy? Great fucking question. We'll find out. Anyway, any uh, fucking way. Jesus, my two brain cells. I'm gonna have to. Oh, no. They're my sliding out of my eye, popping them my- back in. My one brain cell had to call an Uber to carry itself over to the other side of my brain. It was a $5 cab ride and uh, be like, what the fuck is that? And then they had to like communicate and then yeah. follow up the next day. And then multiple, that's how we got to Multiple brain. moved appointments oh, on Google Calendar. God. Yeah. Anyway, so, here we go. For sanity's sake, because we're all sane here, we're calling this uh, the Taxoplasma Gondi TG. Um, because I refuse to mispronounce it more than once in this yeah, episode. <laughs> um, TG is a specific parasite found in cats, mm-hmm. with as many as 40% of the cat population being carriers of this. And if you have TG, you may not even know, because most people don't actually really show symptoms of this, but currently scientists estimate that as many as 40 million people have this infection crazy cat lady disease absolutely and i'm not gonna call it's literally crazy cat lady disease i know it i'm not gonna call anyone who has this infection um and don't carry symptoms as one of the lucky ones um because you may not even know that you fucking have symptoms um any of the 
Like if you are infected with this parasite, you may feel as if you have the flu, muscle aches, Mm -hmm. blurred vision, eye redness, really not anything that any of us would probably go to the doctor for or be concerned about. Mm -hmm. Uh, We would just be like, I'm hungover if you're Noel, um, or I'm a tired 30 year old. Yeah. Um, We'll never know. And the subtlety of this disease is what makes it so dangerous. Um, Because like I said, we would just dismiss a lot of this as like wear and tear on the human body. Um, But beneath the skin, um, the symptoms that get real, real bad is the irreparable damage done to your heart, your brain, lymph glands, and more. And as recently as July, 2020, There was a study done by scientists who estimated that a whopping two-thirds of Australians actually have TG. Crazy cat lady disease? Crazy cat lady disease. You want to know what's real is like crazy cat lady disease, TG, affects the brain just like like what we would call mad king disease, but is just, uh, what is it? Is it syphilis? Untreated syphilis? I mean, you tell me your experience with untreated syphilis. I'm not sure baby thankfully uh, we're a clean bill of health here but i'm pretty sure is it syphilis it, just like is it i'm not sure if it's syphilis or gonorrhea but one of the stds literally is what caused what the people would call mad king disease when left untreated because it would eat your fucking brain yeah and that, that sounds like syphilis that's exactly what crazy cat lady or tg is it literally eats your fucking brain uh 100 and it it makes you fucking sick all the time. And you're just like, maybe I'm depressed because that sounds like depression, you know, but mm-hmm. most of us like get symptoms like that, where you wake up and you feel like you have the flu and you're like, must've slept weird. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I didn't sleep on my regular pillow last night. I oh, feel like I man. got hit by a car. Yeah. That's how, you know, that's the how you lies know. we tell ourselves. Yeah. Um, and this site, there was a scientific, a scientific article put out from these scientists who did this study and quote, this is what they said, quote, TG is famous for manipulating the brains of infected mice so that they run towards cats instead of away from them, which raises questions about what it could be doing to human brains. It cannot just live in the brain and tissues and do nothing. Ever since TG's mouse mind control powers were discovered, scientists have been intrigued by the possibility that the parasite could be manipulating our brains too. One study in 2016 found people with the parasite were quicker to anger and more likely to take risks. Mm -hmm. Other studies have suggested infected people are more likely to be involved in car crashes. Noelle, you got it for sure. I absolutely do. It's me. I wouldn't say guy. you're quick to anger though. Um, no. Uh I have been told that in the respects of brutality and anger, I'm more of an atmospheric horror rather than a slasher. So, you know, maybe not that one. No, that's a good one. I wonder what kind of horror I would be. Maybe like a jump scare. I do think you're a jump scare because you're pretty a nonchalant, but when you do say something, it's batshit crazy and mm-hmm. scary. Yeah, but like you're more of the feeling of like when you go up a roller coaster and you're like, it's fucking coming and you know mm-hmm. it. That's more you. Thank you. I think I'm like on the mouse trap where it hits the brakes real hard and you're like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then you go on with your day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good analogy. That is good. I would support that. Yeah. Um, so 
as humans were progressing with the assistance of dogs, uh, aliens did take notice of humanity's advancement and viewed Earth either as a potential power source or mankind as a potential threat. And once aliens realized that they couldn't corrupt the very nature of our best ally, which was the dog, they decided to try to copy that bond between man and beast and sent in cats to be their boots on the fucking ground. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. They tried to do it with dogs. Yeah. And dogs were like, you see this here? They took like a knife and they Mm -hmm. slit their own throats. And they're like, jokes on you. I'll die first. And the aliens are like, Jesus Christ, this is just a lunch meeting. You know, I will say there's some like dog movie on Netflix or something that we were told to watch, but also warned that it would absolutely make us sob hysterically. And it's very cheesy, but it's, it reminds me of that, that quote that always pops up when, you know, like dogs die, which is shitty that people mm-hmm. share. And it's like, you know, to you, was I a good boy. Oh no, not that one. No, I mean, there's so many, dude. Yeah. There's so yeah, many. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. the one that's like, to you, I'm like, I'm this dog in your life of X amount of dogs. But to me, you're my entire world. Yeah. The one I was thinking of was when like a dog dies and it goes to heaven and St. Peter's waiting at the pearly gates and the dog's like, was I a good boy? And St. Peter goes, no, you were the best boy. But every time I'm like, Jesus Christ, it gets me every time. I don't know, man. I just think they really missed out. Look at that thing over there. I think Cora could be corrupted oh for God. a corn chip. That was Fucking left in a parking no. lot. Yeah. Cora would be, they would be, Cora would struggle. They'd be like, kill your owner, eat this corn chip. And Cora would be like the math lady gif. And yeah. she'd be like, what the, f- is that English? Like Cora wouldn't <laughs> even get through the door of the SATs because she would get lost on the way. I think Apollo would also kill me. If he was offered a better <laughs> deal, he would also kill me. But I do think I have exceptions to the rules. Just like I said, there are exceptions with cats. Some of them are cool. Sometimes you'll meet a dog like that thing over there, that gremlin disguised in a fucking pig suit they will trade you they will betray you i mean maybe um puffin like i'm gonna say it because you want to admit it to yourself puffin would also slit your throat for a pat on the head here's the thing though puffin maybe for a human uh, because puffin loves everybody but like if a dog looks at me sideways like puffin whips out a fucking butterfly knife and he's like, is this a game we plan? Like mm-hmm. Puffin's very much like make my day. Um, I think one time uh, a dog jumped on me because it was excited to see me and Puffin like, and during the time that it took the dog to jump on me and Puffin to come over and react, he had already manufactured the world's uh, deadliest shank. Like mm. Puffin is very much like only I can make her feel bad about herself. That's fair. Um, that's a fair read. But the other day, like I went to take a nap and Puffin came up and laid by me and I went, oh, you're a good boy. And I patted him on the head and he put his head up and he looked at me and I thought he was going to be like, how dare you? But he just like laid his head so hard on my leg and looked at me with the purest eyes in existence. And I was like, I'll kill for you, Puffin. Yeah. Say the word. Sometimes I can't read Puffin's energy. He has those eyes where I don't know if he's enjoying it or wants to murder entire families and yeah. commit genocide. Um, and I, you know what? That is also what I like about him. You know what? He's like such a fucking good boy. Uh, he was like very difficult when I first got him, 
but I have never regret, like regretted my decision to adopt a difficult dog, which he was like Puffin was a very difficult dog. Yeah. That thing is difficult too. And honestly, I regret it every day though. I mean, it's a good kind of, I don't even want to say regret, but I remember just like driving around in my car crying because Puffin had like fucked with me all day and like Mm -hmm. with fuck with, I mean, like he would just attack me. I would be sitting there watching TV (laughs) and Puffin would be in his kennel and I'd look over at him and he'd be looking at me and and I'd go back to watching TV. And then the next thing I knew, my leg is just torn up because he came out. But think about this. Think about this. That's every cat owner's relationship with their cat. You can't walk through a hallway without getting mauled. You're not wrong. And, uh, but the thing with Puffin is like, love changed him. Love won't change a cat. Yeah. That's water off a duck's back. Make him worse, honestly. Make him more bitter. The cat is like, you're so fucking weak. You're pathetic. And they put a cigarette out on your baby photo. (laughs) A cat would take, a cat would like take your ashes after you're dead roll them into a blunt and smoke it. It's true. Fuck you. That's like the essence of a cat. Absolutely. A dog will stay outside like your gravesite until it dies. Cause it's, it's so loyal. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, we got a little off topic there. Dogs are perfect. Um, <laughs> and aliens couldn't fucking corrupt a man. I'm being serious. Yeah. So, and it's hard to know who came first. Like, was it cats or cat gods, but really to critique one is to critique the other. And for those privy to the cat army, there wasn't much uh, that we could do to fight back. Um, You know, people like myself Mm -hmm. who are naturally adverse to cats because I don't want to die from an asthma attack or like anaphylactic shock. I was like, don't fuck with cats. And uh, I wasn't tolerated. Um, So let's look at physical evidence of cats in space. Like, and we're going to talk about Mars specifically. So in 2010, air traffic controllers recorded what sounded like a cat meowing on their radar, accompanied by their equipment picking up a UFO, which was flying at over 6,000 miles per hour and doing those 90 degree directional changes, which is Mm -hmm. pretty akin to like UFO capabilities. Yeah. Um, And then it just disappeared. They weren't quite sure. They're like, it fucking came, it meowed, ruined our day and then disappeared. In 2014, NASA launched a surveyor mission on Mars and picked up some strange photos. And one of them was a pyramid-like structure, and the other kind of looked like the profile of a cat. Um, And I pulled these from ufosightingsdaily.com, where they show the profile of the cat face and then the alien base that we're assuming is associated with the cats. And when I think of, like, the when I'm describing the profile of a cat face, think of, like, the nose and then like the puffy upper lip of a cat mm-hmm. and then like kind of like this like a profile of what Mufasa would look like with uh, yeah. I would say like an Egyptian headpiece on mm-hmm. um, and then the alien base looks like a trapezoid um, and then going even further there is more evidence from the European Space Agency where they actually kind of took a picture of a monument on Mars which looks like the face of a cat And alien hunter Scott Waring was actually scouring through some of these Mars photos released by the ESA. And he's the one who first stumbled across the the cat anomaly and the rocks. And the interesting thing about cats here that I want to kind of pull up is 
the old saying of like, if you drop a cat, it'll always land on its feet. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty easy thing to learn, Noel. If you're raised in space with zero gravity. Oh, why do you think Superman can jump so high? Because he doesn't have parents subjected to different gravity. Also that. And uh, why do cats have nine lives? You know who else has nine lives? People with advanced alien technology. That is fair. Also nine round up to 10, you fucking losers. Yeah. Uh, How dare you try to take a holy number? But is nine holy? Yeah, it is. To who? Christians. For what? Because it's a multiplication of three. What is three? What's the deal with three? Uh, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Trinity. I feel like saying nine is also is a fucking reach. That's a fucking Yeah, reach. I agree. Let's look. Why is nine? I do know it's a holy number. I don't think that that wasn't anything that was ever taught to me in church, but it's considered to be a complete, perfected, and divine number. Um because like, I feel like the three, feel- well, you have three, which is perfect. And then you have three and then you have three. Three so is three, not six, perfect. Nine. Well, it's just three, three cubed. Not- three I'm cubed. just, I'm keep, say, keep three. You can have three, six and nine. That doesn't make, you're really, you're breaking your back to make that reach. I mean, I'm not personally, that's what the internet told so me. Like you are, you were defending it. But anyway, nine lives. Let's focus on the facts, Noel. Please, we because have been I'm doing sick. everything but it. We have been doing everything but focusing and facts. Let's just talk about the fact that cats popped out of nowhere and essentially domesticated themselves. They are not evident in our archaeological record of ever being domesticated. They are carriers of a mind-altering parasite, which already fucking got Australia. Australia is a yeah. wash. It's yeah. a loss. I'm convinced that this mind-altering parasite has a few of our near and dear friends. Probably. As well. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm looking forward to them messaging me tomorrow. And being I like, can't wait for the yeah. fucking outcry. They're just going to be deuces like, yeah, fuck yeah, my cat wants to take over the world. And you want to know why? Because the parasite that they carry makes prey run to them and not away from them. Speaking of parasites, have you seen all the people on TikTok like deworming themselves with Paragard? Or is that just my feed? I'm going to be really honest with you. I would rather cheese grate my skin off and roll in salt Mm -hmm. and then chug gasoline and Mm -hmm. stick a match so far up my (laughs) pee hole than watch any of that. And I'm not even, I would rather watch that zip popping video. No, you wouldn't. No, they're not. Bitch, they're not showing you the parasites. They're just saying like, hey, did you guys know that like the United States is one of the few countries that doesn't participate in like deworming, kind of like how you would get flu shots. And then all these motherfuckers are taking Paragard like they're fucking puppies and shitting out worms, dog. I would rather tongue, put my tongue as far yeah. as it would go into the gaping crevice of the back zit popping video that I made you watch, mm-hmm. then watch or hear about any of that. I would rather slurp that out like a smoothie <laughs> and have that be my sustenance for the rest of my oh. life than watch any of those videos. <laughs> I would rather get pregnant and birth a child and be yeah. financially and emotionally responsible for them for the rest of my life and their life than watch any of those videos. Why are you afraid? 
not my fucking cup of tea. Period. <gasps> is that point. the thing? Is that the thing? Is that? Oh, did we I figure will it out? End did we this video out? right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm gonna end this. I'm ending no, it. No. It's done. No. It's done. We're done. I'm hitting stop. <laughs> 